Hi, welcome to episode 6 of New Zealand Vegan Podcast. I'm your host Knuckles and um, just briefly wanted to comment on a couple of things that um, I was discussing uh, through email with um, Jordan Wyatt um, who had mentioned uh, has emailed me and has a website at Bebo dot com and I was he set me straight on how to pronounce it I didn't everybody probably knew but it's Bebo dot com and the website is Inviveggies so there was a couple of things that I wanted to just address um, that I think are relevant uh, to a lot of people uh, Jordan had said about the word vegan as opposed to the word vegetarian and um, I did talk about that in my second episode um, the word vegan comes from some people who were were veg, vegan vegetarians, and um, you see they said, "Okay, it's the be all, it's the beginning and end of vegetarianism." Because what happened is, I have to disagree that I, I, I wish it was true. I think uh, jo- Jordan said that um, most people most people wouldn't know what a vegan is. Um, but that vegetarian pretty much covers what the average person would think a vegan was and I, in my experience, I don't agree with that um, because I have had to explain to people what what vegan was um, only because they thought that a vegetarian meant, uh, you know, that I would eat fish and that I would eat eggs and and, uh, cheese and things and um, you know it and also it's not just about the diet and I think vegetarianism is just widely accepted as people who don't eat most meat uh, has nothing to do with uh, their what they wear or the products they use uh, and I did say before and I wish that I could use that word I much prefer that word too uh, Jordan thinks the word vegan it sounds like some <laughs> who said a very funny thing about it but um and I, I would rather be able to say vegetarianism because vegetables, you know, vegetarian. But I can't because, um, and I would suggest that um, anybody who's who is a vegan, who who, you know, with with the definition of the lifestyle as we know it now, and who goes somewhere and says they're vegetarian, I would say just be careful um, if you go to a restaurant and say yeah, I'm vegetarian because they will assume and that you know you can be served butter and eggs and even fish and cheese and things like that so I would suggest that um, if you want to use that word and that's great I want to turn it around I wish that we could say vegetarian and really mean somebody who only uses vegetables for their sustenance and their life Um, I just talk about being a vegan because I'm more comfortable with that um, because I just know that vegetarianism is is, um, is being used the way that it's used now um, so that's why I say vegan and I call myself a vegan and I talk about veganism um, so that people are very clear and, and if they don't know what it means um, I hope they would actually look it up and then they would say oh wow you know you mean you can actually live your entire life without using any animal products and open their minds up to the concept of not wearing animal skin in any capacity and things like that uh, so that's why I say vegan and that's why I'm promoting veganism once again it just it doesn't sit right with me because I I just know in my own experience that uh, vegetarianism is includes uh, the use of animal products in many many different ways including diet uh, 
And he also mentioned that uh, about females who go vegan and they may lose their figure or not not develop properly. And he mentions he had somebody in his life um, uh, that he met and knew growing up who um, was a, when at the age of 15 actually started eating meat from being a vegan, I believe, vegetarian, vegetarian they were. And uh, then she suddenly uh, developed a womanly figure and put on weight. Now that could just be an unhappy coincidence. It's really hard to say. Uh, women, girls at the age of 15, that's when they start to develop and that's when they start to, you know, develop a, a, a womanly figures. So I don't know. I do think there is a lot of myths that vegans are extremely skinny and unhealthy and vegetarians are stick figures and things like that. And um, a lot of people do think that. Um, it's it's not true at all. Uh, I'm not a stick figure. In fact, I've put on weight um, since I came back to New Zealand because um, just because I haven't been able to exercise as much as I wanted and I think because it's colder here inside so your body just stores fat more. But I've been a vegan the whole time I've been here and I've actually put on weight. Uh, but I am a slim person. I always have been a slim person. Um, I've actually met some vegans who are very voluptuous, uh, beautiful, I mean, not, not fat at all, um, but voluptuous, full-figured. Um, they have all the right things in all the right places. Uh, so I would suggest that that is not true, um, and I just know that it's not true. Um, there was a lot of misrepresentation about... Uh, Vegans and vegetarians and the media and popular culture, um, which is what we're trying to change. Um, that's why I like people to meet me in person and I tell them I'm a vegan and I like to see the surprise on their face because I'm not a, um, a waif-like little uh, skinny-looking little thing. Um, and there is actually uh, bodybuilders who are vegan, famous athletes who are vegan, who have incredible muscles. Um, so... Uh, it's really hard to know why where that all came from. Anybody who is nervous about going vegan or thinks that they may become unhealthy or thinks that they may lose their curves or things like that, um, I urge you to do some research. Uh, and um, there are some famous female vegans. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is a vegan. Uh, she went vegan at the age of 22. Uh, and Natalie Portman is a vegan. She's another actress, uh, very famous. Um, she was in all kinds of things. And she uh, has been a vegan since she was actually eight years old. So I think it's important to know how to eat properly anyway. Um, and the more people who are educated and healthy who are vegan, who can represent the lifestyle, uh, the better. Because there is a lot of negative uh, information out there. And the animal industry is also very, very powerful. And they control a lot of the flow of information. Uh, so that's one of the things that I'm trying to, um, to stop as a living example in my own life. And um, anybody who is thinking about going vegan but who's scared to go vegan because they're scared that they're going to become unhealthy or they're not going to have enough protein or they're going to lose their curves, um, I would suggest that you just try it, uh, maybe even just one meal a day for a while, then switch to two meals a day, then switch to th all your meals and including all your snacks and research uh, all the different types of food that there are. There's I mean, so much food is, is vegan. It's just anything that's a vegetable. And that includes rice and pasta and breads. And, you know, we put 
milk in our bread here, but that's because we have so much um, dairy products, I think, that we, in New Zealand, when I came here and I started looking at the ingredients and things, I was astonished at how many things had milk, milk powder and milk products in them. So you have to be very careful, and I recommend a book. It's called The Chemical Maze. It's by Bill Statham, S-T-A-T-H-A-M, The Chemical Maze. And what it does is it, it, it has all the numbers of, of all the little numbers that there are on, on products. And there's a lot of scary stuff in here. Um, but the main reason I got the book is to find out whether or not a number is possibly animal origin. And if it is, I don't buy it until I've established that uh, it's not. Um, and because I strongly believe in the ethics of veganism and because I'll do whatever it takes to continue to eat vegan, I'm willing to do that. And I think that anybody who goes vegan for that reason is willing to do that. Uh, that's why I try to convince people about the ethics of it and not about the diet and the health. Um, the diet and the health is something you find out through your own experience and you actually get pleasantly surprised. But it is astonishing how many things here have milk in them, even the bread. Uh, I was very disappointed. I love bread and it just doesn't seem right to me but um, I there is bread that I buy and I and I can buy bread um, it's just that uh, even even the fresh bread in the in the shops um, they have this number 471 in them and it may be from animal origin so I just won't buy it uh, all right so uh, what else were we talking about here uh, there was a couple of other issues here um, now, Jordan asked me, what, why did I decide to stop eating meat? Um, and that's a really good question because I went vegetarian, quote-unquote. Like I said, you know, well, I don't need to say any more about that. But I went vegetarian, uh, and I don't even remember when it was because it wasn't a grand event. I, I'm pretty sure it was because I didn't want to eat animals anymore. You know, like I said, my whole life I was a, a so-called animal lover, and I really did love them and I even recognized the sentience and and all that but I still continued to eat them but I just I don't think I wanted to anymore but I was scared to stop eating them for the diet and I didn't want to be skinny and I had seen a lot of negative um, imagery and things about uh, a vegetarian being too skinny etc etc so uh, that was why I did it. I didn't want to eat animals I didn't want to eat animals anymore um, that I thought were were sentient, uh, that I could recognize had um, had a living person inside of their bodies, just like we do. And person doesn't mean human. Person means personality, you know, being. Um, when we say a person, we don't mean a human person. Obviously, uh, it's not the concept that we're trying to say. So I went. I I I've stopped eating meat for that reason, and I continue to eat dairy for the same reason that a lot of vegetarians do, because I wasn't actually eating the corpse of of the animal. Uh, so I thought that there was no harm in it. Um, now I know about the dairy industry. And I continued to eat fish. Uh, I guess I had put them in a different category from cows and sheep and, and, and chickens and things like that in my mind. Um, and um, I continued to eat them and shellfish, uh, squid and things like that because I had I looked at them in a different way. I did not, uh, I did not allow them the same moral um, standing as I allowed uh, the other animals that I knew about sheep and things like that. So I did go vegetarian because I cared about animals, but it wasn't uh, a full realization, I don't think, uh, until I, um, I, I told my whole story in episode one. So everybody listen to that if you really want to know why I stopped, uh, why I became vegan. I, I said that in episode one, but I definitely stopped eating land 
animals, uh, whatever, because I did think that it was uh, unnecessary to eat them. And I was under the misconception that I had needed to eat them as a child, and that now that I'd eaten them, I was already grown up, and so I didn't need to eat them anymore. Um, and I wasn't scared about too much about the health issues I I at that point. But I've obviously educated myself as much as possible about uh, vegan veganism and the health issues. And I know for a fact that, or I wish like anything that I had gone vegan uh, right from the get, but I didn't. So the last thing that I wanted to address was something that was really interesting for me. Um, now, this is something that is very helpful, I believe, uh, a, uh, a point of view of a person who is a, a, a male and uh, who said, now, I just want to read a couple of things and I'm pretty sure Jordan won't mind if I actually read. Uh, he says, first of all, can you remember what made you decide to stop eating meat? And I, and I, and I just explained why, why I did that initially about eight or nine years ago, whenever it actually was that it actually happened. Um, he says, I think that seems to be so much easier for women than men. I don't think guys really think about animals' feelings. Um, and um, I know that some do. Um, obviously, there are plenty of guys who do, because I've met them and I've heard them speak. But there's probably plenty of guys who don't and probably plenty of, of girls who don't. But Jordan is, is talking about his friends and what he knows uh, in his life as a, as, a, as a male, as a young man. So I take seriously what he says. Um, he said the reason he stopped eating meat uh, was because the idea of the blood and the bones... And to think that all that stuff happens to an animal just to make a burger, a, a no meat product is worth an animal. And he says, it seems to me that most things are always greater than the sum of their parts. And he says that to his friends, it's, it's, it's a living cow is worth so much more than when it is curled and chopped up into parts. Um, now, I'm, I think I get the gist, gist of that. Um, so... Um, he does say that he thinks that uh, guys, uh, he says he doesn't think that uh, men, the environment aspect, I guess, needing less water than than the other doesn't really mean that much to the average guy. Oh, fair enough. Uh, if that's what you think, um, what do you think the reply to that would be? Uh, I'm just to, sorry, just to clarify that. I think what, what what we're getting at here is the when you talk about the amount of resources needed to produce, you know, a pound of vegetables as opposed to a pound of of meat, um, and the use of the resources on the planet. Um, it's just a, a simple matter of of survival. If we want to continue life on this planet, um, we do have to take those things seriously, unfortunately, because they do directly affect all life, um, if we poison all the waterways and, and use up all the water, uh, we're all going to die. Um, but I see what I see what he's getting at. Um, I personally always stress the ethical aspect. I do think that men are capable of seeing the moral aspect of it, um, but I think it was a really good input. Um, Jordan is a young man and he says, look, this is my experience of the way guys think. And I'm going to keep that in mind. Now, um, it's not going to stop me from my platform. Um, I think anybody is capable of saying that it's wrong to cause unnecessary harm. And um, that is the main thing that I, that I say. So, um, you know, the more women who go vegan and they can influence their children, they can influence their sons, 
uh, and we can uh, make it happen that way. Um, but thanks for that input because I it, it is very useful information. Um, I am a female, so I don't know what it's like to be a guy. The thing is that I will just say is I'm really glad that um, that there are uh, guys who are going vegan, and they can be living examples to other guys that it doesn't mean that you are any less of a man. So good on you for that, and um, thanks for the input. Perhaps uh, Jordan is going to do his own podcast, because um, he had some ideas that he thought he sh would like to explore, and so um, that's also really, really great. So, you know, um, go for it, I say. And um, I also wanted to give a shout out to somebody. I actually uploaded a photo um, to my podcast, um, another really useful suggestion from Jordan, actually, and um, because I just didn't have anything loaded. And I went and checked it, and it's in the iTunes store. I don't know if it's actually come up on the album artwork. But I'd like to give a shout out to Daisy Bittree. She actually wrote a review, and it was a positive review of this podcast. And um, thank you for writing a positive, a positive message. It is um, just a really helpful thing. When you put yourself out there, you have to expect, I mean, it's like anytime you put yourself out in the public, you have to prepare yourself that you, you're opening yourself to any kind of criticism and that just goes with the territory. And especially if you are having what might be considered as a political viewpoint or you're trying to influence people to for change. Um, nobody likes being told what to do and I'm very aware of that and I really don't, try not to come across that way. Um, it comes from a basic need of mine uh, to um, help these, help the animals. You know, that's my sincere reason. I am consumed by the, by the desire to open people's minds to this concept of veganism. Uh, without uh, judgment and without trying to act like I know I'm not as frustrated maybe there are people who have been doing activism for so long and they are jaded I hope that doesn't happen to me um, I do this uh, podcast for a, one of the main reasons is to get it out because I literally am these ideas and thoughts are in my head and if I went around and con I mean if you listen to this podcast for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or however long they are imagine um, anybody in my life if I was constantly constantly talking about this and they didn't want to hear it I would just be detrimental to the whole idea and I do it always engage in dialogue with people like I said and it is a big part of my life but I know when to back off because I'm trying not to alienate people I'm trying most of the time people come to me with questions when I say I'm a vegan and they say what's well, that because as we know people don't know I also don't want any vegetarian to be insulted by what I'm saying I'm not trying to attack anybody I'm just explaining why I don't uh, use that word for myself and um, why I try to talk to people who are vegetarian and, and also open their minds up to the idea of, of veganism as well. So anyway, back to what I was saying, I, people say what's vegan and I explain to them and then I just, you don't even have to go any further than that. People come at you with millions of questions. So they say why, first of all, and I say for moral reasons. They say, well, you know, what are you talking about? And then I tell them all the things that I spend all this time talking about here and it's basic common sense and people take a step back and say well I never thought about it that way and um, and whether or not they 
ever become vegan or not, I will always have the same message for them. And I know some people will. I did, you know, and other people do. So it's not something that is hard to do. Anybody can do it. Um, and, and guys can do it as well. And um, their minds do work a little differently from ours. But I would still tell the, a guy the exact same thing as I would tell a girl. And I just leave it at that. Um, it's up to them what they do. I can't force them to do anything. I am very opposed to, I mean, a lot of one of the problems is groups that where people get violent and they, they attack people who are wearing, you know, fur coats or they punch people who, that's really not a good idea and it's definitely not helping us. So I'm very much opposed. Yeah, I don't think that you should do that, uh, especially if you're a pacifist and especially if you're trying to uh, open people's minds, you're just going to shut the door if you start getting accus accus accusatory. Oh, man, my English is really suffering. Accusatory towards them or judgmental. Uh, people will close you out and shut you down and then you've lost any hope of, of, of them engaging in dialogue with you again. And I have had that happen, um, I think, once or twice um, with other things that I've tried to talk about. So I'm still learning. And as soon as I became a vegan, the day that I really pursued the knowledge of veganism and how to be vegan and started learning what, what, what it was um, and learning all of the things that, that, that are involved because, like I say, until you explore it, you just have no idea how much that, how much of your life is, is directly related to uh, animals. Just you just have no idea. And then when I saw the film Earthings and I actively started doing that, I also actively started becoming an activist because it woke something up inside of me. Now that's not going to happen to everybody. Um, you know, it's just the way that I am, trying to talk to people about an idea that they might not be that keen on hearing, something that might open something up in their mind where they'll have to face uh, consequences or thoughts that are unpleasant. Um, but I can't stop doing it because... It's something that I believe in so thoroughly. I've never felt this way about anything before, and that's the way I am. But I don't... A lot of people who are vegan are just very quiet, and they do their own thing. But as long as you're a vegan in your own life, you're applying the principle of, of abolition to your own life as an individual. So um, if you're not comfortable with talking to other people about it, um, well, I, I think that we need people to do that, but I wouldn't come down on somebody who didn't. I just know that if you're a vegan, people are going to know anyway, because when there's social interactions with you, it's such an intrinsic part of people's lives, they're going to find out you're vegan, and, as long, and you just tell them why, and then, um, you know, you, you can leave it, leave it at that. Um, I just am a person who, I really, really enjoy engaging people's minds with these things, and um, because I get satisfaction out of knowing that nobody's probably even said it to them before, and they've been denied the chance to think this way, and I think that it helps all living things on earth. I do really believe that violence in your life in any way, violence is a huge part of our life. I do believe if you change, if people start to think about all living things differently and realize um, the moral implications of what they're doing and try not to, um, I mean, as long as you, as long as you accept what's already happened and just move on from it, we can change the world. I don't, think that sounds naive or crazy at all. Look how far we've come already. Maybe we've just stayed the same with our treatment of non-human animals, but with regard to our social consciousness and globalization, 
um, we are uh, women have have uh, the situation of women has been changed in the world compared to what it used to be a long long time ago and we still have a long way to go with that but it's changed people are starting to accept that you know <laughs> we're not property either women used to be property also um, it's almost a revolution in, uh, of ideas and and I think that we're sophisticated enough to apply this to all life um, especially because we have a choice and we don't need to eat it for dietary reasons we don't need to eat it for health reasons um, we mor morally don't so like we say the game of survival is a whole different story I just think we shouldn't look too closely at what the animals are eating and try to compare it to what we can eat and what we can choose to eat um, I'm not saying that we're superior in any way I'm just saying that um, we don't need to eat them so we shouldn't that's it um, and um, if you really think about it the damage that we're doing uh, is obscene uh, so you know it's really hard to ignore that I mean the mainstream is really starting to come out now with regard to water is um, only finite water is our most precious resource it is our most precious resource it is you know there's when you talk about necessity and we say as vegans you say look you don't need to eat you don't need to eat meat, you don't need to drink milk. You definitely do need water. You won't even last a week without water. And water is, it's finite and our atmosphere is, is everything's contained within it. It doesn't come out of, it comes out of the sky but it doesn't come out of outer space. So if we poison everything to the point where it's irredeemable, at least in the long run, I mean eventually over the next thousands and millions of years, who knows what's going to happen. We could be hit by another uh, meteor but water is a really serious issue and people who live in a place where you just walk over to the tap and turn it on and out comes fresh water can't really grasp that and when when it comes to that where even the the rich pious of the world can't do that anymore then I think it's going to be a little too late because the damage will already be done um, so I uh, think that uh, people should actually pay attention to how much water something needs um, and uh, if you want to be manly about it just think about you know the protector of your children I mean if you're if you want to be a manly man you're going to protect your woman and your children right I mean so uh, if you have children uh, you uh, would like to protect their their future and um, part of doing that is becoming aware of um, what kind of uh, existence they going to be able to have if we continue on the way that we are going uh, so there you go <laughs> I just thought that up now what do you think anyway um, I guess I should stop I, I um, am going to talk about a couple of different things in my next episode of course I'm constantly have things to talk about um, and thanks to um, Daisy Bitree that's Daisy B-I-T-R-E-E -E. All right. I think that my accent is, is not pronouncing it properly, so I want to make very clear uh, what it is. Uh, she uh, wrote a, a review. And, um, and thanks to Jordan Wyatt for all his input and for all his support. And, um, and thanks to anybody else who's listening. Um, uh, and I, yeah. I'm actually starting to get self-conscious now because <laughs> I think that people are maybe listening so I'm going to have to get over that and I am prepared for all input I welcome all input 
anybody out there who completely disagrees, um, please contact me. Maybe we can have a discussion about it. Um, I'm trying to learn how to debate people properly and without getting emotional and without becoming unreasonable. So I need practice. So um, hope to hear from you and um, I'll be back. Bye. Oh, I've completely forgot to say my email address. I always do that. Uh, so I'm just adding the soundbite at the end. My email address is nzveganpodcast at me.com. Okay, thanks.